Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, I'm Sarah Pascoe. Hello, I'm Carrie Lloyd. And we're weird about books. We love to read. We read too much. We talk too much. About the too much that we've read. Which is why we've created The The Weirdos Weirdos Book Club. Join us! A space for the lonely outsider to feel accepted and appreciated. A place for the person who'd love to be in a real book club but doesn't like wine or nibbles. Or being around other people. Is that you? Join us. Check out our Instagram at Sarah and Cariad's Weirdos Book Club for the upcoming books we're going to be discussing. You can read along and share your opinions. Or just skulk around in your raincoat like the weirdo you are. Thank, Thank you for reading with us. We, we like reading with you. Hello. Hi there. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Weirdos Book Club. This is a special episode, isn't it, Sarah It's really special. I've got all these emotions about this episode. Okay. Because what we're going to be talking about is, you know, books coming out. Yeah, exciting books books coming out in 2024. So I've got that on one hand. Yeah. It's like hunger. Hunger for new books. Hunger for the exciting books coming out with authors that I love. But also, on the other hand, um, absolutely no time to read no time it's like having a small baby people keep going have you seen da, 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 in the cinema it's like no 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 i haven't seen it no <laughs> so much stuff i haven't seen mm. so many things that people cannot believe i haven't seen like yeah. they're so shocked you haven't seen you haven't seen it yeah no i haven't seen it i've watched gladiator uh what's that one Gladiators, what's sorry. that one about science <laughs> Oppenheimer I haven't seen that no, no, no. so I've not seen that people are like, I did what? see Barbie I saw Barbie yeah. I managed to go to the cinema by myself to watch that yeah so That's this it. is this is a conversation that I'm really excited about but I, I need to stop buying books that I can't read yeah and so just, and also I wanted to say that in case people are listening don't have time to read who think that we are ignoring oh. our families well we <laughs> are but the podcast comes first guys <laughs> Podcast comes first. Yeah, I don't want to uh, read shame anyone. No, no, because also, because people sometimes people write to me. And they go, but but how and yeah. when? And it's really really hard. But what we're doing with this episode, I think, is just like these are books that have piqued our interest. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean we're going to read them. Yeah. But if you also pique your interest, maybe in a bookshop, you think, oh yeah, yeah they mentioned that one. So it's just like, a, oh, have you heard this yes. coming up? Yeah. So for people who are fans of books, fans of books, fans of looking and interested, at books, and the really great thing about them is they exist forever. They don't go off. This is the thing, and I do find looking at like the lists overwhelming because mm. what you realise is there's too many books. There's too many books. Everyone writes them. There's too many. There's too many books. So you oh. have to be ruthless. Usually she screams this in Waterstones, but it's <laughs> nice that you're saying it so calmly on the podcast. There are. When you see, you're like, fuck, there's too many. Oh, but shit. You get that reaction where it's like, I need to quit my job and just do full-time reading. No, I feel like, oh, I can't read all of these. My fantasy when I was at Sussex, 
or maybe a bit afterwards, was that I would get run over, but not so badly that I... <laughs> I just wanted to be stuck in a hospital bed and someone just to go, okay, read all of Dickens. <laughs> I, I, that's my my fantasy. Not now. Every I'm time I have been majorly ill, I have done so much reading. Yeah. And that's the one consolation. Yeah. It's like, I think so much reading That's done. why some people love going on holiday because that's their time yeah, to properly, they properly don't read. Have, they might not have small children because that's, that's, it's not the time to read one. You don't do any reading on holiday. You just cry and go, why did we bother? Why do they call it a holiday when it's just as much work as being at home? But with less of the things that make it easier. Yeah. Haven't got as many toys. Okay. Have you got a list of things that you've that piqued your interest? No, I've got, um, I'm going to listen to your list. Okay. And then I'm going to add some maybe that you haven't got. And it's going to be not as organised. Uh, okay, well, mine's, mine's use. One is coming out. It's already out, I think. Comes oh. out today. It's the new Kylie Reid. Come and get oh, it. Oh, Kylie really Reid ex- wrote. I'm excited about it. The brilliant, Such a Fun Age. Such a Fun Age, which was huge. It was so huge. Massive, and so massive brilliant. Hit. It's been made into a television show, I think, or a film or something. I don't like even that. care. It was such a great book. <laughs> I don't think that's um, necessarily the compliment TV thinks it is. Um, <laughs> but I also gave it to a nanny. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I had a, 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 a Manny, I should say, because that's how he refers to himself. He only came round once um, to look after Theodore, but he managed to get him to sleep when I had a gig in Brighton. So I was very grateful. Oh, and then he said, you've got a lot of books. Would you recommend any? <laughs> and I just finished. Kylie Reed said, well, actually. We have this one about being, yeah. being Nanny. Yeah. Um, such a fun age was brilliant. Such yeah. a good book. Such and it's great a really writing. good book club book. A really good book to discuss yes. with friends if you like books. And I don't even know what reason. Come and Get It is about, but I'm gonna. I'm excited about reading it. Do you want to find out? Oh, uh, well, I because I, I would, I would like to at least give. See, <laughs> otherwise our listeners are just hearing. No, but us. people know Kylie. If you listen to this, you know Kylie Reid. That's my top choice. It, but it comes out January 30th. So by the time you listen to this, it's already out. Okay. So that's a good one. Well, I tell you what, I am gonna get that. Yeah, that'll be definitely. Do you want to say there where I put it in my basket? Or do you yeah, you put it in your basket. Can okay. I kind of put it in my basket? Yeah, put it in your basket now. Okay, great. Okay, my I've, still, ne- I've still got a book voucher left over from Christmas. <laughs> my next one is Mongrel by Hannah Co. Footman, which is a deb- debut, a debut novel. Yeah. Um, she is a British Japanese writer who's also an actor. Um, now it doesn't matter. Why do I feel the need to say it as a woman? But she's beautiful. I'm just adding that in. She's so beautiful. And I uh, felt bad saying it so much about Zoe Kravitz when we did oh, the Nick Hornby episode. Like, why didn't I say she's so talented? She's no, so but talented. Zoe Kravitz is I know, so beautiful. It's, but saying both things because sometimes people are so beautiful, it's worthy of mention because it's yeah, so. And like, just saying I appreciate. It doesn't devalue how talented they are. It's just making sure you say both things. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Oh yeah. And it, um, yeah. and she had a lot of buzz about this book. Mongrel. Uh, I've seen loads of stuff, including Lisa Tadeo has said, wrote like an incredible thing about it on Instagram, being like, very rarely you see pros like this. So I think it's going to do very well. And it's about three three girls shifting between three intertwining narratives. Mongrel reveals a tangled web of desire, isolation, belonging, and ultimately hope. And Lisa Tadeo said, simply, it must be read. It's so beautiful, I became lost in it. I can't find the right words because they are all in this book. Imagine getting that as your quote for your debut novel. Um, so yeah, I'm very excited about that one. And look, beautiful cover as well. Love it's a very beautiful yeah, cover. Yeah, great cover. Yeah. You'll be seeing it on Instagram, guys. So that's my that's my number two. Uh, the next one, The Gallopers by John Ransom. 
I love John Manson. We're I going love to John do a Manson. John Manson book on this podcast, aren't we? We want to do The Whale Tattoo, which We're going out. to do The Whale We're going tattoo. to do The Whale Tattoo. This is his new novel. Yeah. So we talked about him before. I have mentioned this book before, but this comes out this year. And The Whale Tattoo won the Polari Prize. And he writes a lot about LGBTQ issues and working cl- queer working class issues. And he's just a brilliant writer. And I haven't read Gallopers yet. And everything I've seen online is just already saying like bloody hell is it's amazing um i'm just so happy for him because he's such a like lovely kind brilliant person Look, i'll give you a little bit ely is 19 years old and lives alongside a cursed field with his strange aunt dreamer six months before his mother disappeared during the north sea flood oh that's i'm just already there Friends. he's the nicest kindest nicest man i hear the same about salman rushdie <laughs> Who I always text when he has a new book out. Oh, do you? <laughs> um, and then one that you recommended to me. Oh, yeah. That you were like, this looks up your shop. Up your shop. Up your shop. Yeah, that's me. That's an exact quote of the kind oh of thing I say. Oh, my God, up your shop. Asa, the girl who turned into a pair of chopsticks. Oh, yes. By I, Natsuko Imamura. That's, yeah, at the Faber yeah. releasing that. And I, well, up, no, a shop, do, do you thought? You, up your shop. It reminds me of some of the wacky sketches you used to write when, um, when you started doing comedy and in your sketch show. Yes. And um, the idea of a woman turning into chopsticks, I thought, that's the kind of thing Carrie Ad would have written. Up her shop. Up her shop. Yeah. No, it looks really interesting. And it's, it's, it's um it's a translation as well. Mm. So that'd be interesting. I've got some others. Yeah, keep going. Oh, you guess I keep going? Yeah. This non-fiction. How much non-fiction do you read? What's your ratio? Uh, I think you read more. I have to really be interested in that specific yeah. non-fiction. It doesn't like... I don't think I do read more. I think I buy more non-fiction. Oh, you buy so much Oh, I'm non-fiction. aspirational in non-fiction. Oh, okay. And then I sit there. It's like someone who only eats pudding. Going, mm, me? Oh, That's me. <laughs> I should eat some. I should eat a vegetable. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, I have to really be interested in the non-fiction thing. Yeah. This, I think, will be interesting. Mm. Blood, the science, medicine and mythology of menstruation by Dr. Jennifer Gunter. Okay. And I don't know if you follow her on Instagram, Dr. Jen Gunter. She's one of these people who does a lot of debunking. Oh, lovely! About oh, like, good. and it's she's. I would re- highly recommend her on yeah. Instagram, especially if you're if you're interested in periods, menstruation, mm. menopause. She's one of those people who just gets on there and is like, "That's rubbish. That's mm. not how vaginas work. Yeah. That's not like how women it. don't sync up on their periods." Yes, she's absolutely full of this yeah. stuff. Oh, uh, we all every month, <laughs> and she's got a nonfiction book coming out. So Brilliant. I thought, oh, that'd be interesting. That's, def- that's a very carryad book. Yeah, yeah, it's very because when you weren't writing wacky sketches, I was talking about periods. <laughs> you're bleeding. <laughs> All over the place. You used to perform as the period bag lady. Sanitary bag lady. Sanitary bag lady, yeah. I just had to clear out a cupboard. Yeah. And I just had to throw away my last sanitary bag lady hat. Oh. If you are struggling to imagine, I need to explain. <laughs> Sometimes when you go into horrible toilets, they have a white paper bag for menstruation products. For your shame. And you they used to occasionally in. be a black and white lady who looked like an old-timey southern belle. Yeah, sort of like a My Fair Lady. yeah. And she was on the set and I would make a giant cardboard hat. So I would look like I was the lady in the bag. And mm. I would say, I smell bleeding. <laughs> yeah, that's it. She'd sniff all the audience to I'd find sniff out who women blood for a, for a bag. To look for a tampon. Yeah. And then one woman was like, can you genuinely smell me? And I was like, <laughs> no, it's an act. Wasn't that how you got free membership to the Groucho as well, that you did it there? <laughs> You did it at a charity gig yes. at the Groucho and then they had to let you in for a year. Yeah, I think I forgot to go. Yeah, um, I, I never saw you there. Yeah. <laughs> when I was with Paul McCartney and Eddie Izzard. When were you there, 1925? No, I, never, I never went either. <laughs> I was just imagining who hangs out there. Yeah. So yeah, that is up my street and up my shop. Well, this is one I thought of you. Mm. 
Alphabetical Diaries by Sheila Hetty. Oh, I'm very excited about I this one. I know you are. I'm very excited about it. I still haven't read Sheila Hetty's last one. Okay. But I have read two Sheila Hetty's and I really love it. I didn't read The Shape of Colour. I've got it. Let, let me read you this little bit because I thought it was, this is from The Guardian. Just to, yeah. I, I, like many I mean, writers, Hetty, author of the novels Motherhood and Pure Colour, keeps a journal. More unusually, she fed approximately 500,000 words of it into a spreadsheet and arranged all the sentences in alphabetical order. Yeah. The result is a unique and strangely poetic memoir. Well, with my, with um, the, yes, uh, the motherhood one, she was um, throwing... Was it I Ching? Method. Was it I Ching? I think it was I Ching. Yeah. I, d- I, f- I really doubted myself then. Yeah, and I, I felt it. And then I thought, no, I think it was I Ching. Yeah. Don't doubt yourself, babes. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that sounds like an interesting It'll one. be really interesting. I'll definitely buy that as well. Okay. My next one. Yeah. I'm just rattling through. Go, go. Burma Sab- Sabib. Sabib? How do you say that? Burma Sabib by Paul Theroux. Paul Theroux. Because this is obviously, it's obviously the year for this kind of thing. In this fictional retelling, George Orwell's years as a colonial policeman in Burma are key to his political and literary development. So I feel like with the year of like George Orwell spin-offs is happening. Yeah. So we've and had Wifedom, we've had Julia, and now this is all about... Do you think it's because it's out of the copyright? It's out of copyright. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody has yeah. decided they can do it. Yeah. So I thought that sounds interesting. It does sound interesting. Because he was a policeman in Burma for ages. Do you want to read more books about George Orwell having read Wifedom or do you feel like... Well, do you know what? Wifedom's getting so much shit. It's getting so much shit. And I feel very conflicted now because I really liked it. But people... Get, it was described as a semi-imagined autobiography well, really, by Helen really, Lewis. Really, really compelling things have narrativized. Narrat- sure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Created yeah. a story out of fact. And actually, sometimes being too compelling is a downside. And people yeah. go, well, you've made it a really good story, so people believe it. But yeah. facts are really dry and boring and complicated, and two things can be true at the same time. Yeah. Don't I? I say that having not read it. And also not thinking it probably deserves the criticism. That yeah, I just think it's interesting. Just interesting time that he's being so... But you'd always be wary dissected. of a, a too compelling a biography yes, of someone. Yes, true, true. But I'm, inter- I, I'm interested in George Orwell. I'm interested in his time in Burma. I've been on an Orwell pub walk in London. And <laughs> nice. I'd really recommend. Oh, okay. Great. Yeah. Not reading though, sir. So save that for your pub podcast. Oh, after I'm drunk. When I'm drunk, I read... <laughs> I read the Orwell, I forget the Orwell. Um, it's just things like the building that he worked in oh, yeah, in yeah. Bloomsbury. There's just there's lots of lovely things that you can see as well as pubs. Next one? Yeah. Who's Afraid of Gender by Judith Butler. Oh. That's a blast from the past for you. It's a blast from the past. We had to read lots of Judith Butler at Sussex. Yeah. The influential American theorist examines the way gender has become both a political bogeyman and a liberatory framework for understanding ourselves. And I like Judith Butler. I find her one of those people that even though it's non-fiction and extremely intellectual I feel like you do understand it you're able to be like I do know what Judith's trying to tell me and that sounds interesting doesn't yeah. it who's afraid of gender I, I might be bored of feminism oh you're done I, no I'm just having some time off fair play I'm really into misogyny at the moment just for balance just want to have a go with it see how it feels I hope it's not because I've had two sons mm. and I live with four men as a mother of sons <laughs> you can say that yeah. as a mother of sons I've really opted out of feminism as a mother of sons I don't need to worry about it yeah so not for me yeah. I can't do that, Sarah, because I've got one of each. So yeah. I've got to keep and be invested in feminism. Oh, God. I know. I wish I could just let it go, but yeah. unfortunately. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, 
edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Next one? Yeah, next I'm one. loving this. Just this. Okay. Yeah. Until August by Gabrielle Garcia Marquez. Oh, yes, yes. This mm. is the lost novel. Yeah. That's been translated. So I don't know if I'll read it. I'm not. Do you know what? I know nothing about it and I'm not going to read it. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I've got against it right off the bat. Okay. Lost, you didn't want it published. Yeah. Uh, last, not finished, not good. Oh, not, not as good. Can I, can we, I read we, you this? Let me just read this. A married woman takes a new lover on one day every year. What, she on Strictly? <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Take that, Gabrielle. One a year. One day every year. So she's got one a lover. Day every year, so it's yeah. the same lover she sees for a day a year. Hang on. That's one day by David Nichols. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a hall pass. That's, that, I don't know. Like that's in the movie said. hall that, pass. That was the breakdown. That was the breakdown. Yeah. Um, obviously, we have existing books by Gabriel Garcia Marquez that I have not read. So I haven't read all mm, of them. It's interesting books. that lost thing, isn't it? Of like, is it worth it? Not, not is it worth it? But like, yeah, like you said, they didn't want it published. Like I can tell you, if you've ever read America by Franz Kafka, his unfinished novel. Yeah. You shouldn't have. Well, Kafka it. didn't want anything published. It, but America is unfinished. Yeah, and it's yeah. very confusing. Yeah, <laughs> and I read it. Even even friends so of confused. a novelist, when they go, "Hey, it's my unfinished novel. I want notes," <laughs> would delete their email address. Unless you're writing a dissertation or yeah. you're writing a book about Kafka. I just thought people. I thought it's an interesting. You know what? We like to think of this show occasionally as the smash hits <laughs> of books, and I felt like you got to mention Gabrielle's got a new one out. Yeah. I always think we don't mention men enough, so I'm glad you've mentioned back both that how and David okay, Nichols. How, David Nichols' book yes, is supposed David to be Nichols, amazing. You are here, it's supposed to be brilliant. Very excited about that. Comes out in April. Yeah. How many times in your life have you thought Gabriel Garcia Marquez was a woman? Because quite a lot for me. Oh, did you? And I, for years, thought Agatha Christie was a man. Why? Wow. I thought Agatha was a man's name. Agatha's a brilliant name, though. It really took me so long when I saw a picture. I was like, who's that? And I was like, but Agatha Christie's a man. Like, I couldn't believe a woman was writing those stories. I do think you need that Judith Butler book about gender. <laughs> you mentioned already, he's a close, close personal friend and he's got a new book out. It's Knife by Salman Rushdie. Oh yeah, my friend. Your friend. Yeah. Uh, which is about his attack. He's written a book about it. I'm fascinated to read this. So it's about yeah. his, he was, had an assassination attempt in 2022. Yeah. And this is his account of the attack yes. and its fallout. Wow. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it would be incredible. It's got an amazing cover as to well. To talk about another author, uh, Hanif Qureshi, what he's writing about his illness and staying in hospital oh. on Twitter and his Substack, I think it's a Substack as well, oh. is so incredible. To have, you know, an incredible writer. Yeah, writing about. So writing from inside that experience. Wow. I mean, he'll probably send you a copy because I know you're friends, so. 
Oh, he sent me an unfinished version and I blocked his email. (laughs) Uh, Last one. Okay. I've been rattling through them. Uh, Caledonian Road by Andrew O'Hagan. Oh, I used to live on Caledonian Road. Yep. So it's another North London book. What can we say? That's where the good good people live and they write books about it. Um, I'm interested in this because it is so North London. A celebrity art historian is beguiled by his student in a state of the nation panorama about class and privilege built around one man's fall. Yeah, I do sound that. I sounds thought that sounds, me. yeah. Right thought, up my shop. Yeah, right up your shop. <laughs> right, yeah. Oh, get up your shop. <laughs> I want to read it. And then also, part of me is like, oh, God, another man with a young woman and middle class people. But I, I mean, that, another North the, London the, book. The conversation about the power lines yeah. and how we are reassessing and understanding them. And a novel is a really interesting place to do it because you're not getting angry at a real person, not being feel let down yes, by a real yeah, person. Yeah, yeah. And the novelist, very usually, like I don't know if you've read books like um, Vanessa, which is about a female teacher, but there, are, uh, but, but the fictional yes, version yes. gets to sort of re- reflect what's going on in society, but be quite, you know, intelligent about where you manipulate sympathy yeah. and empathy. It definitely caught my eye, piqued yes. my interest. I yes. thought, oh yeah, that looks interesting. Yeah, it looks interesting. And I like Andrew Hagen. It's not in the LRB. Right, well, I don't know. Who he's in. I don't know. Who he's in. Previous listeners will know Sarah rejects the LRB as a form of communication. Like Harriet takes a lover one day a year from <laughs> And we read the LRB and then we have pudding. So, just some little add ons. So, I took pictures of my reading oh, nice. list next to the bed. Okay, look, one of them I've started already. Sorry, and it's already out. All right, come on then. But Paul Murray, the beast. Oh, yes, that, that looks so good. It looks so good. So, the thing is. It was recommended to me by my ex-boyfriend's best friend. So we're not exactly chatting. No. And he said, he wrote a text saying, and this is a few months ago, have you read The Beasting? And I said, I haven't. And he said, I need to talk to someone about it and no one's read it yet. And I thought you might have. So that's how desperate he wow. was. He texted his best his friend's, friend's ex-girlfriend, wow. just thinking she likes reading, she might have read it. That is the start of a novel. That is a great premise for a novel. It's my novel, After The Beasting. <laughs> okay, it's great. Um, so I started reading it, and, and I'm being naughty because I don't have time. Yeah, but I've seen that everywhere. But, and and I've read one two, of that. I'm two, desperate. I read, obviously... A bit uh, heavy, though, Skippy isn't it? Dies, and I've read The Mark on the Void. And so I've read... And he's very funny, Paul Oh, Murray. is he? And he's David O'Doherty's friend, which is how I first read him, oh. Skippy Dies. But the book's a bit heavy, right? Heavy on the wrist? Oh, you went heavy in size. No, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking size here. I'm talking... It's, it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, it's um, it's a big book. I might kindle it. Yeah, you can kindle it. Yeah, I might kindle it. Um, and, but that'll be out in paperback this year. So oh, a bit lighter. Maybe I'll cope. My bag will cope. So the, so the book I've been sent, that I don't think, it comes out on the 29th of February. Yeah. This is one, you know, when a book calls to you, yes. this is on my bedside. And it's, uh, Sarah. It does. It is, Sarah. And it's like, when the time is right, when the time is right. And this is the book I'm most excited to read this year. It's called... Butter. Oh, yes, I saw that on another list. Uh, oh, I saw it on a list. You saw it on my list. Let me. Be, I've just taken a fi- picture of the back to describe it to you. There are two things that I simply cannot tolerate, feminists and margarine. <laughs> I want to read it. It's about a gourmet chef and a serial murderer with a taste for life's luxuries. Oh, my Journalist God. Journalist has an appetite for a good story. A shocking gastronomic exchange. That sounds so up your shop. It's so... It's um, That might as well be called Pasco's Shop. <laughs> Yeah, it just sounds so interesting. Yeah. A journalist and a oh. gourmet chef who is a serial killer meeting up. I think the journalist goes to the prison. Um, anyway, it sounds oh, so Oh, that brilliant. sounds really good. I was sent a book called Zoe, mm. which sounded so interesting. It's a provocative, tender and darkly funny novel that explores the painful truths of modern day connection and the complicated and unexpected forms that love can take. It's about a woman finding an animatronic sex doll in the <laughs> garage and the conversations they have. Oh, 
Brilliant. Super fun. That's super fun. Yeah. Super fun. That's by Sarah Crossan, who's from Dublin. Sarah Crossant? Yeah. <laughs> Crossan. Oh, okay. Um, here's a non-fiction one for you. This is this will be coming it's already out in hardback, but it'll be coming out in paperback. How the female body drove two hundred million years of human evolution. It's called Eve by Oh Kat Yes, I've have has seen yeah. that one. That looks really good. Sounds really, really good. I've I've got it in hardback, but again it's coming out in paperback for people who hate big books like Carriad. Um which is Michaela Loach's book, It's Not That Radical oh, yes. Climate Action yeah, to Transform yeah. the World. I've decided I'm gonna solve climate change. Great. I'm Someone's doing got to a, a new tour next year that will be about climate change. Which will be walking around the country obviously to save carbon. You can, you can offset Sting's wife said. <laughs> and I basically have decided to, it's all just to beat Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Oh, you want to take her down and be number no, one? No, not gonna, not gonna beat her. I'm, I'll be nice about it, but I'll be like, oh, good try. <laughs> I did it, Greta, like that. But also, I don't have any information yet. So, that's you know what's what annoying? I feel like Greta won't care. No, she won't. Yeah, you no. won't get the satisfaction of a, a win. I'll, I'll care. I'll yeah, care. Okay. and so will the planet. When actually, she will care. She'd have to thank me for saving her and everyone. It I did. think she'll be fine with that. She's. I know. I think she'll be fine with it, but she'll still have to thank me. <laughs> Shirley Hazard, you'd be pleased. <gasps> I know this isn't a new book, but I'm going to, I'm reading The Bay of Noon. I'm going You're to read doing the Bay, it? I'm going to read The oh Bay of Noon. Oh my God, I'm so excited. Yeah. So that's, oh, we have to mention, the top of my shelf is Breaking Entering by a friend of the podcast, oh, Andy Hunter-Murray. Andy Hunter-Murray. Yes. yes, I'm really excited. It looks really funny. It, everything about it seems really exciting. And obviously it's commenting on sort of the empty housing, people with too much money buying second houses in you know places like London and being empty. Andy is such a funny person. He's, He's so one funny. of the funniest men I've ever spent time with and he's written two books already which have been quite um page turners thrillery yeah thrillery and he and speaking to him about that book breaking and entering which out in May he said it's the most fun he's had writing and I could yeah. feel it and I got them yeah I got my proof this week and I was and like what's oh, so great, this great is um they've done little house paper clips yes with the stuff incredible yeah what a nice detail <laughs> you're probably thinking it's not that cool to be a book influencer but <laughs> actually guys we get sent paper <laughs> clips of free shape of houses. Pa- paper clip We've got one free paperclip. Beginner's Guide to Breaking and yes, Entering. Yeah. That looks amazing. So, so that's there. Um, also, this isn't a new book, but I'm reading um, The Golden Notebook by Doris Lessing because it's been Ooh. mentioned in so many other things that we've read. Yes. Obviously, in, in Monsters, Claire Dedua mentioned it and in, it was talked about a lot in the Pram on the Staircase Feminist yes. book, Female Artist book. I read. And I just remember another one, The Chain by Shemaine Suleiman, uh, which is a non-fiction book about this horrific relationship that she had and then she found out how many other women this man was involved in and she spoke to all so the this women. this is a true... This is non-fiction, yeah. And she's an amazing writer. She's worked a lot with Nikesh, one of our former guests, yeah. on the Good Immigrant series. And um, yeah, I'm very excited about that coming in March. As yeah. Well. The Green Dot. Ooh. Again, it's one of those books that's had so much praise already from lots and lots of other writers. That's by Madeleine Gray. And that's about a woman having an affair with a married man. Oh, yeah. Um, she's got amazing quotes. So that's so that's not out yet. And then all of my other books are already out. I'm read, like Of Women Born by Adrienne Rich. Do you know that one? No. Motherhood as Experience and Intuition. Again, it's been talked about in lots of other books about motherhood that I've read. Okay. A book that is quite new is Nell Zink's Avalon, which I actually think might be really good for the Weirdos bookcast. Okay. See, mine's less of a list and more of a, no, I've got so much to read. You've got so much to read. So if we can sync up what we talk about on the podcast. Okay. With what I also want to read, that would be great. Yeah. But I do need to read more men. Yeah. So if people have got good recommendations by male writers, I've, we've got Salman Rushdie and Andrew Hunter Murray. <laughs> so Salman Rushdie and Andrew Hunter Murray. And Andrew Hunter Murray. <laughs> and Andrew Hagen. 
And Andrew O'Hagan. Gabriel Garcia Marquez. And John Ransom, actually. So here we Paul go. Paul Theroux. Actually, too many men. Cut actually, down enough. Your men don't send now. us any men. Yeah. Um, let us know who but you're no, excited yes. about for 2024. Yeah, oh, nearly forgot. I saw it only yesterday. Rachel Cusk has a novel coming oh, out. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, Later yes. in the year. You like Rachel Cusk. I love Rachel Cusk. Apologies. <laughs> like, as in in love with, as in slow down. Mm. As in, oh, just get yourself a black coffee. <laughs> And sit somewhere where no, you don't like in a cafe. It's those, those, you know. Oh, those ones. Yeah, where you have to take it. You can't just go, oh, I'm on the tube. I'm going to start my new book. Or I'm in the bath. It's like, no, no, this is momentous. Getting a new book from an author that you love is so exciting. It's so exciting. And there's so much coming up in 2024. Do tell us at Sarah and Carriad Weirdos Book Club what you're excited about. Yeah. 2024. Sh- share, share your reads. And if there are books that you think would, you know, from any, any time. Yeah, if it would work, would work. Please let yes, us know. Let us we're, know. We're just looking for. We're collecting a new crop. Yeah. Also, if you've got an idea of a guest who would really match well with the book, and you think oh, I'd love to hear yeah. what so and so's got to say about this, then help us with that as well. Because sometimes yeah. we get it wrong, <laughs> and they don't want to read it. Sometimes they get it wrong. Thank you for talking to me, Sarah, about your books. Thank you for talking to me. I love talking to, to you. you. <laughs> Next week's book guest is. Fight Night by Miriam Taves. Sarah's novel Weirdo and my book You Are Not Alone are available to actually pick up in actual bookshops. Go! Go and get them! They're small enough to put in a bag. You can pop in a bag, you won't even know it's there. Um, Also, I've got a live Weirdo event at the South Bank Centre on the 9th of May if you'd like to come. Thank you for reading with us. We like like reading with you. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. It, we have a podcast and... Oh, uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, we, th- this one is coming. This one's out now. 
Lucy and Sam's perfect brains. <laughs>